What is up, everybody? And welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality, joined today by the lovely Molly. She is back. She is better than ever. And she is getting ready to pack for Paris next week. Yes, I am so excited. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be back. And yes, next Tuesday, literally a week from today, I will be on a flight to Paris. Oh, my God. So tell us what you're doing there. I have a full itinerary. I'm like a total older sister and have an entire like deck PowerPoint um, of every day planned out. But we just want to make sure we hit all of the spots, all the sightseeing, and of course, shopping and eating. It's just my sister and I. Oh my God. It's going to be so much fun. I love like planning like a few things to do when I go on trips, but I also love to leave things up for imagination and just like whatever is meant to be like will just happen. Totally. We have like obviously very specific sightseeing things like in all my research I've done, but we definitely have time for like the shopping and the wandering, the frolicking. Oh my God. Well, I can't wait for you to go and I can't wait to see your Instagram and hear about your trip. Um, I am just settling back into Los Angeles. I've been back for six days now. So it has been um, (laughs) honestly a lot better than maybe I thought it was. Like I saw all my friends and it's just been like really good to like be in my apartment and like get everything done. Like I got an oil change. I got a haircut. I got a new phone. I got a 15 plus. How do you like it? Okay. So it's perfect. I have so much storage, which is, was a huge issue for me. But there's a one thing I don't like about it is that the new it's different than the original iPhone. Right. This. So not only do I have to get new headphones, I have, well, now I have AirPods, but I mean, I had to get a new charger, a new car charger and a new mini microphone for my interviews. Right. Because it's a different plugin. So I have to unbox this from Amazon. Um, But it's been so fun being back. Um, Saw all my friends. I went to um, the Traders Experience in Los Angeles. I saw. I cannot wait to hear all about it. It was so much fun. I actually was able to vlog the entire experience. So if you watch it on my YouTube channel, it'll feel like you're watching an episode of The Traders. Um, It was so fun. I was the trader and I fooled them. I won. Congrats. Like, did you, do, what do you win after that? Anything? A sweatshirt and bragging rights. Love it. Of course. <laughs> but it was just like so crazy because like my friends truly like didn't know, but then they knew that I wanted to be a trader before we left. So I was just like, I really fooled y'all. Right. Deep down, they were like, wait, he's a really good liar. <laughs> I'm like, I said in my video, I was like, I don't lie to my friends, but when playing a game, it's of course. You know, um, what is up cooking in the casino with rosemary hello. hello thank you all so much for joining live welcome back it has been a week and a half since we've done our last podcast um so we have a lot to get into today a lot to talk about we're also gearing up for the premiere of joey's season of the bachelor which is next week um but today we're going to be going through topics such as the trust on netflix southern charm the whole season the reunion preview for Joey's season and the Sam and Corey breakup and a few more topics. So let's get right into it. And let's start talking about the trust on Netflix. Molly, how many episodes have you seen? What are your thoughts? So I only watched the first episode. And to me, that first episode was fairly boring. Um, But maybe I have to keep going. I just kind of felt which we can give some background. But like the show is a very interesting uh, concept. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I do agree. I have a lot of thoughts on it. So I saw the first two episodes so far. I think we should watch it because there's only eight episodes. So four this week, four next week. So it's not that much time. Um, I thought it was something that maybe didn't need to be renewed for a season two because it just feels like there's only 11 players. Like, why doesn't everyone just vote everyone out? 
because like they won't know. Um, I did. Yeah. My thought was like, why don't like the five girls or the four girls just vote all the guys out in one? And then someone commented, no, that's not the rules. You can only vote one person out at a time. So interesting. I also like there's that not to give spoilers, but like, oh, no, give them. We're doing a recap. We're. The one guy said he's a millionaire. He's like the youngest one there. So I guess it's also like who's deserving of the money and who needs it more than someone else, I guess is kind of the premise. Yeah. I mean, this guy in the light orange shirt, longer hair, young next to the lady in the pink, yeah. he is a millionaire, but he said he's here for the experience. He's here for the game. So he he's not telling people that he's a millionaire. Um, so right. people won't know. But they yeah. had like, then they have like a guessing thing, like where they have revealed someone was a millionaire and they didn't say who. Yeah, so because if someone's able to figure it out, then maybe they'll vote him out. Exactly. But um, the thing is about the show is like they're revealing all these secrets about each other, which I guess they told casting. And then it's up to you if you yeah. want to reveal what your secret is to gain trust with the group. Got it. So it is a little confusing. The yeah. There's no like hardcore challenges. It's just like challenges about like trust and like, 11 people feels like a small cast for this too. So I, I'm going to keep watching. I don't, but I'm like kind of like still on the same page with you. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. It's one of those things where they were like grasping at straws for a new TV concept. show concept. <laughs> and they like landed on this, but it doesn't really make any sense. And you want to go along with it. Yeah. It's just like bring back surviving paradise again. Give us another selling the OC. Like why wait an, a year to give us a new season of certain shows when just for, do it a couple times a year. Yeah. No, I was just going to say it kind of gave me like Surviving Paradise vibes, which also came out this year. And we like that had, one. Like, yeah. It had like a better concept than this one. Yeah. Um, there is one girl on it. I forgot her name, um, but she was really mad that she was like her vote law. Like she got her vote taken away first. And, you know, she has a she's had a really hard upbringing. So I really understood what she was saying. But I also felt like she was being really vocal and I feel like in a game like this, it's probably better to say less. Probably. And like not come off as like a gossiper, I guess. Or just not come off like you want it more than other people because yeah. they're all trying to work together still. Um, but like oh, there's only going to be so many winners. But if they wanted to just leave on the first episode, right, then it, they would have gotten $22,700 each. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> like, make the money and leave. Show then. Yeah, I know, but I guess it wouldn't be a show then. But, right, that would make the most sense. Yeah, so I don't know, like, I, that's why I don't think there could be future seasons, because I just feel like so many people could just split the money, take 50K, like, if you vote a couple people out, and then screw the season. Like, what's the point? So it's right. really confusing, but I'm going to keep watching, and, you know, I'll let y'all know what I thought. Do you have any final thoughts about it? No, I mean, if you want to keep watching, I will watch it with you. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Um, let's move on to um, the shocking breakup, not so shocking, of Sam and Corey from Summer House. Molly, they broke up three months ago, but she's just talking about it now on Not Skinny But Not Fat. Tell me your thoughts. Sam is like my ultimate girl crush in like ever. Like she literally has been on my vision board year after year, and I just love her to death. She's incredible. So if this is what's best for them, I am so for this. And I was so upset reading that she just felt that he didn't love her. Like her quote that's been like going around is that if they didn't break up because she didn't love him, they broke up because he didn't love her. That is the quote. And I actually listened to the podcast. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of the spark notes. Yes. And then I want to hear what you thought because I know you watched all of Winter House and Summer House, right? Yeah. Okay. So Sam said that they instantly had chemistry on 
summer house. However, yes. she he was in South Carolina, now North Carolina. She was in New York. So she she never thought she would move there. So it always was like in the back of her head. She said he didn't cheat because they never were in an official relationship. She didn't date other people and thought it was an unspoken rule. When she was asked, she was not asked to go to Winter House, but he was asked to go full time. And the reason is because it was like a singles house. But then as the storyline progressed in Winter House, um, they thought she they brought her in. And she kind of had a feeling that things could come to a head, but she didn't want to... You know, she didn't want to do it on camera, but she heard about the Dumois blinds, that something was going on in the winter house right. with Malia. And she um, ends up going to the summer house, to the winter house. She sees within 20 minutes, Malia is tackling him, right? Yeah, we watch this all unfold. Um, then Malia pulls her aside or they talk and Malia's like, well, why are you in a relationship with someone for eight months who has not giving you a title. And that was when things started to really like click for her that she's been putting a lot more into this relationship than he has. And it's because she wanted it so bad. So it's sad, right? It's so sad. Um, let me continue. Um, Corey did not prepare her for what she was going to watch. Jordan knocking on his door at 2 a.m. Malia saying she wanted to hook up. He downplayed everything that happened. He wanted to push the boundaries as far as he could while being in the relationship she had said it to him and he never said it back about i love you and she never admitted that either um this is all in the not skinny but not fat podcast by the way um yeah, she would drop him off at confessionals in new york city and then she would pick him up do you know what she what he said in the confessionals do you remember in winter house yes yeah it was not good no and about how it wasn't official to him right so right. he um going on and on that it was a situation ship and with no labels mm -hmm. so he was like it, it wasn't official eight months they were together a total of a year and a half she said i didn't break up with him because i didn't love him i broke up with him because he didn't love me it was a month before yeah. they broke up she's already that she already started to grieve she wanted to do it in person and he was like what are you doing for chris what are our plans for christmas and new year's like six days before and she was like if he really wanted to see me for Christmas and New Year's, he would be making plans and he wouldn't be acting like this. So yeah. she invited him to New Year's with her family and it took him two days to respond. And she was like, why are you, why haven't I heard from you in 48 hours? And he was like, are you timing me? Are you testing me? And that's when she really, that was the final straw for her. She blames herself for not seeing the signs sooner. She does not think Corey is a bad guy at all. She says that he just couldn't commit to the relationship. Yeah. And she realized that she deserves more. I love all of that. I love her. Sometimes it's hard when you're in it, especially I can't even imagine everything like from coming from every single angle being like in a public relationship. And there's especially with all of that, I'm sure you want to prove like, no, we're great. It's great. Like not listen to all of that. But I'm glad that she realizes what she deserves. Me too. And it sucks that it had to happen on national television, but I, I feel like she has such a good head on her shoulders that this is the ultimate lesson. And sometimes this is a good example. Like sometimes girls or guys, whoever you fall in love and it's like, you don't, you don't see it until it's right in front of you. And she couldn't even right. see it until it was on national TV. Yeah. I felt so bad for her when I was watching winter house because it was awful. And like, then of course it's like, well, maybe they had a conversation that they were an official and until she came on and you saw her on Winter House, that was like, damn, that sucks. And that's upsetting. Um, especially since then uh, in the reunion, she continues to be like fighting with Malia and like not a bad way, but just like explaining like no and like really having his back. So it stinks. I hope that he comes out with some sort of statement, like recognizing that, that no matter what Sam had his back. 
I hope so too. Hope so the reason so. she said that about the reunion is because she just watched the episodes right before. So she was still yeah. processing everything and she still felt so misled because the version that he told her was not the full version until she saw it on TV. So good for her for knowing her worth, standing up for herself and making the difficult decision to walk away because sometimes it's harder to break up with someone than it is to be broken up with. Absolutely. And so now we're going to still watch them though in Summer House. So that's the question. I don't, Sam is not on the cast, Molly. Interesting. Okay. And neither is he. No. So maybe they're just not in it at all. Or maybe she'll come in and go and like make cameos. I wouldn't be surprised if she pops in or he pops in, but I don't think that either of them filmed. And I'm just really confused because I felt like Sam was such good reality TV and that the show could have used this breakup as part of like a little bit of a storyline. We have new faces this season. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I wish I didn't even realize that they weren't in it at all. And I, after listening to the podcast, I w- she didn't ask her why she didn't go back to Summer House. They only talked about why she wasn't fully cast on Winter House. So I'm so confused why she's not addressing that. Yeah, I maybe we'll find out. I guess we'll find out soon. I'm sure she'll come out with maybe some sort of like Instagram story when the show comes out as to why, hopefully. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but I don't even know if they'll be addressed on start commenting. House. I think we will yeah. start commenting on our stuff being like, where are you? Yeah. Um, But the Summer House trailer also dropped last week, and it was a huge foreshadowing moment between the breakup of Carl and Lindsay. What are your thoughts about the trailer, and, like, what are you looking forward to seeing? For starters, like, Summer House is my favorite Bravo show. I know that's, like, kind of a hot take, but I'm obsessed. So I I am so excited. That trailer was iconic. Everyone was crying. Everyone was screaming. There was so much drama. And of course, we actually get to see the Carl and Lindsay of it all unfold. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. I'm really excited to see the Carl and Lindsay too. I think it's really interesting how things play out in the press. And then we get the full story. I mean, Lindsay already did a whole podcast about her breakup, telling her story. So I guess we'll just see more of the buildup of things on Summer House and... I'm interested to know about their living situation because they have that apartment. Like, I know they don't live together anymore, but I'm definitely interested to see it all go down. It just sucks how it plays out over three months. I know. I'm excited to see Carl's perspective more so, though, considering we don't really have too much from him after their breakup. Um, However, I am very happy to see that he's, like, back with Loverboy. Like, him and Kyle are good again. So, like, that's great for them. And it looks like Danielle and Lindsay are, like, back Mm -hmm. on track. So... Seems like they're both doing okay, but I know that them rewatching it along with the rest of the world, it's going to stir the pot again. Yeah, probably when they see what they've said about each other in the confessionals yeah. and the reunion is going to be so good. I did go to BravoCon last year and I didn't get to go to the Summer House panel actually because I missed it. There was so much going on, but I watched yeah. it on Peacock and they, you know, they were not really addressing each other. Carl just said he wants to be respectful and Lindsay was throwing a couple digs. She's really hurt. And I understand that she was blindsided, but I also see things from the perspective as that she was a lot to deal with and probably hard to be honest with because she's so reactionary. So with that being said, I am open to taking Carl's side, but then I also feel terrible for her because she had a bridal shower. She had a bachelorette party. It was a month before. Like it almost feels like he prolonged the breakup longer than he should have while she had those events. I agree. I will say though, like watching them from the start, I guess, of their relationship, I feel like Carl is definitely the type of person that like lets things build up and build up and build up until he snaps. And like, that must've been the snap because there were so many instances, even last season that were like, 
oh my God, why didn't he just break up with her already? Like she would do different reactionary things where mm -hmm. you can't believe that he's still with her and by her side. That I feel like it probably was a buildup that then led to this. And like, it really stinks that her it was for her so blindsided in public, but I'm sure for him, he was like, nope, that was my last straw. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Other storylines this season, we have a couple new guys, which is good because Danielle yeah. is newly single. Sierra is single and Maya is also um, out of the equation, but Gabby is single too. She's on the show in the red. Um, a couple people left, which some fans were, you know, a little upset about, but what do you think of the cast? I am very upset to not see Sam. I feel like Maya, Maya wasn't fully in it last time, was she? I feel like she kind of also popped in and out or maybe wasn't like main storyline. Yeah, Maya had the whole blow up with her boyfriend when yeah. he like, cheated on her. But Maya wasn't necessary anymore. I didn't think she, like she's great, like so likable and fun, but she yes. wasn't really giving a lot of storyline on the show other than that was bad for her. Yeah, I am always happy to see Paige. Like Paige is everything. So I'm excited to see what unfolds for her and like when Craig pops in. Yeah, I have some opinions about Paige and Craig, which we'll get to in a second because we're going to yes. transfer to Southern Charm. But I am interested with the Kyle and Amanda thing. Like, they've been on TV yeah. so long, and I feel like she's been trying to have a baby. So I just hope we get an announcement soon, and I almost think it's time for them to depart and maybe just make I this cast fully single people. Yeah, I agree. There, it's just having and the new guys come in, but like Kyle and Amanda are still there. I do kind of feel like they're trying to push like two different storylines because how are we supposed to now focus on Carl and Lindsay and Kyle and Amanda, but then also meet like brand new people? It just feels like the show is so divided, like the yeah. OGs and then all the new single people. And it's just like, I get that the show is based off those OGs, Carl, Lindsay, right. Kyle, Amanda, but then with all these new things, like it's just, I don't know how they can move forward, but I guess we'll after this season, like it just wouldn't yeah. make sense. They need two different shows. Totally. Which doesn't make sense at all that Corey and Sam then wouldn't be on it. Cause they yeah. were like two such solid new, I mean, Corey wasn't new, but like now getting more traction fame, I guess, newer. Um, I'm shocked to not see them. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll talk about it when the season starts. Let's transfer to Southern Charm and we'll do that with Paige and Craig. So you've been caught up for a while. You've been asking me to catch up. I watched, <laughs> I left off telling you that I was in the mountains, but then this weekend I am fully caught up. I watched five episodes. Amazing. I watched the reunion and I will say before we get to the reunion tea, and I have questions for you as the OG, let's start with the Paige and Craig at it all. Just from watching the show. It seems like Paige is never going to move to Charleston unless she gets knocked up on accident. And I just worry for the long future of their relationship. I agree fully. I do wonder if there's conversations we're not seeing and like if the storyline is to push that Craig is so ready and Paige isn't. And maybe there's things that like we don't see on TV. For um, sure, because I think I, on social media and at events, they seem so happy and perfect right. together. Right, absolutely. Show, and like talks and like videos, like not just photos, but like videos of the two of them, which are cute. And it, at the reunion, he was like, yeah, Paige dressed me. So like things like that. That's why it's confusing because the show obviously is going to bring light to their issues. And it seems yeah. like Craig is, like he's older. He's ready to get married and have kids. Paige is about six years younger. So she wants to wait a little bit. And it's just like, Craig deserves an answer craig deserves yeah. more craig deserves someone that is ready for what he is ready for and i just feel like you know Paige is so perfect and like he's so infatuated but like if she can't give him the things that she, that he wants he doesn't want to leave charleston like she's gonna have right. to make the sacrifice 
Absolutely. Or, I mean, I guess in the show, the positive of the two of them is that we were, they were both collectively making decisions on the house. So like maybe as once the house is done and finished, she will be open to spending like, even if it's split, maybe two weeks in New York, two weeks in Charleston and like really dividing the time up that way. Yeah, I think it works right now for their relationships. They're on two different shows, but if they want to be together for the long haul, they're going to have to move in together if they want to get married and have kids. So whenever there's, I guess there's pages in it in a rush and it seems like Craig is. So that is the issue in the relationship. Agreed. And Craig is 34. So like if that's his timeline for himself, like it it makes sense. Yeah. So I'm rooting for them. I love them, but I I just feel like decisions need to be made. I totally agree. Hopefully we'll see some of it on Summer House then. Yes. I think he'll pop up. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's get into this reunion. And I have so many questions. Okay. My first question (laughs) is, because I'm a little confused about the Olivia, Shep, Taylor, and Austin situation. Who out of the four of them, have they all hooked up with each other? Olivia and Shep have not. Okay, but then Austin hooked up with both of them and then Taylor hooked up with both guys too. Yes. Is that confirmed that Austin and Taylor hooked up? Because it seems like they all think they did, but they're still denying it at the reunion. No, they agreed and they said they did. They said they did not have sex. And no one believes them though. Correct. But but they all they all at least are aware that they made out and they made out and then quote unquote slept in the same bed. But they didn't have sex, apparently. After Austin and Taylor broke up. Yeah, Austin, and Austin and Olivia broke. Olivia. So then yeah, Taylor was like. So he, didn't, he didn't cheat on her. But it still is like that's Olivia's best friend. And Shep is his best friend or one of them. So like, why are you doing that? Okay. So did Olivia do anything wrong? Olivia? Yeah. No. Okay. Because she, she won't accept the apology, though, and Taylor keeps giving it. Is Taylor right. not? Is Taylor's po- apology not enough, or is it just going to take time? I think it's not enough because there's always a but. So, like, on the show, there was the episode where it was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then you see her on the phone with her brother being like, I'm sorry, but Olivia and Austin were never officially boyfriend and girlfriend. Which she's not wrong, but if your best friend has a very – like, I don't know, like a pretty strong situationship, you probably still don't cross that line. And then I guess like the biggest issue is that when Olivia did come to Taylor with those rumors, she denied it for a really long time. Yeah. So that's, I guess, more of the problem than it actually happening. Like the continuation of like lying. Yeah. It's so hard to be honest with your friends sometimes, but like you just have to tell them the truth. Right. And And then Olivia can accept it and process it. But it seems like Taylor is still skating things around but I feel bad for her because she's like at her wrist ends by the end of the season. And it's just like this stupid situation. It's just like, there's no, there's no one else important on this show because Leva is just supporting role. Like there's Rod and JT, like they don't need to be there. It's just like all supporting characters for like the real storyline going on, which is like these four people. But I do love Madison and her man is so hot. I love, love, love Madison. I think she is Stunning, like drop dead, gorgeous, stunning. Her look at the reunion, yeah, she is beautiful. I love Ven- Venetia too, but you know, she's they just don't have a lot of storylines other than like what's happening. So, what do you hope to see on part two of the reunion? Because that's going to be our final part. I, I honestly don't really know. I mean, I hope that 
Austin can maybe own it a little bit more and like at least Austin and Olivia will be good. I know it's kind of unfortunate that like that's normally how it works that like the guy gets forgiven, but it seems like he's at least owning it more than Taylor is. Taylor is saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but then always has a but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then well, I liked that Shep ended up saying that he claims that he's going to go like half sober. Shep has some work to do. It seems like maybe he finally acknowledged some things in his life, but it yeah. also seems like, you know, you get on these shows and you have this Peter Pan syndrome and like Austin, Absolutely. like how many blondes are you screwing over a year after year right. after a year? Like when is it finally enough? And, and this is why I'm so happy for Craig and maybe the other guys were getting on him because they're jealous because even if his relationship isn't fully sorted out, at least he's not cheating on his girlfriend. He's cheating her with respect and he's trying to be a better person and like grow up. And yeah. I don't, and I don't, you know, we're young. So maybe... <laughs> I don't want to be in my 30s and late 40s doing the same mistakes. No. And not having like a for real job. Like Shep still is like, I don't have anything what to do with my time, which is exactly what Leva was saying to him. Like, you need to find something that you can occupy your time with. Like Craig, who he's always after, like he's after him, like you said, because he's jealous because he has his store. Like he has his business. He, yeah, he has so many things that can occupy his time on top of a healthy relationship. So we hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Shep's just like around screwing everyone over, including himself. It's sad. And it's just like maybe so because sad. he doesn't have anything else, like this show is his job and he's trying to be a good reality star by screwing right. people over. And that's what he's passionate about. But I hope that he finally gets better. And you do agree that the JT stuff was ridiculous. And that does Rod even love Olivia or is that what he's told to do or Taylor, whoever like Rod is so irrelevant to me so irrelevant. You know I feel about JT. He is like the ultimate, like he's only attacking Austin because he's jealous and he's like doing it in the most like, I don't know, like icky way. Like Taylor was immediately like icked by him. Like he thought that he was like gung ho. I love you, Taylor. And Taylor was like, <laughs> and then it's like it just gets like icky when it kind of you can see that like even Austin was like why are you so obsessed with me like let it go yeah so yeah but I mean I JT he, also wasn't like saying he was speaking the truth right he just says it in like a not great way if he said it more calmly yeah. and not yelling or like headbutting him in the middle of a bar I, yeah. I agree he is telling the truth I mean we'll see where this show goes from here um, but I really hope that Taylor and Olivia can find some reconciliation because I feel like they really cared about each other. Yeah. But it's up to Taylor to be completely honest and Olivia right. to just find it in her heart to move on with new boundaries. And it seems like Olivia does not know what boundary, like she's still working on her own boundaries because she doesn't right. have them with Austin and she's hot and cold with him and that's not fair to him. So yeah. I feel like she has some growing up to do as well and figuring out what works for her. I agree. So it's a two-way streak. Um, but Taylor definitely was messy and so I, messy. I will say, um, you know, the page scenes were the best of Southern charm. Yeah, no, Paige is incredible. <laughs> the life that she brings into that show is like yes. mandatory. Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's get into some bachelor nation. We know that's why you guys are always here. We're so excited for Joey's season. So and we're going to talk excited. about it in just a minute, but we have some other bachelor nation news. Zach and Katie have, I thought they bought a home together, but some of my comments were like, no, they're renting it. But either way, they moved into a new home together in Austin, Texas. We love that. Love that for them. Are you shocked they're still together and going strong? I feel like they're going to make it. Honestly, kind of. But I honestly feel like they 
try to pretty much stay out of like the drama. Like a lot of their social media posts or like them in general is just being like happy, silly, goofy together, which I'm sure very much so helps their relationship stay strong. Yeah, I feel like they're actually a couple that I maybe didn't expect to work in the beginning, but now I have all my eggs in their basket. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, good for like they seem happy and like they're not trying too hard and like they're they seem like they actually work together. Yeah. No, so, I love that for them. Congrats. So yeah. So what's interesting about this story is that some of their first visitors at their house included Zach's two exes, Gabby and Ariel. And remember, there was so much controversy at the end because Gabby did sleep with him, right? And he still broke up with her. But she always said that um she loves Katie and that Katie's a special person and that she's always going to support her no matter how hard she was hurt by Zach. So it looks like they all hung out with Zach as well. I mean, <laughs> that's Bachelor Nation for you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, those are my only thoughts. You will always see people overlapping and exes. I mean, we also watched it just now at the Jerry Teresa wedding. It's just mm -hmm. Bachelor Nation. I mean, it's just crazy because that was a really hard, hard heartbreak for her. And Ariel yeah. was there, too. And they were all hanging out because um, the three of them always stayed strong. It was during the season when there was so much drama about Zach's mistakes. But they all posted this picture together on their Instagram with the heart emoji. It was this heart. And they've remained, you know, solid ever since. So I love that they're able to be around Zach again because I'm yeah. sure that it's still awkward in some ways. Uh, absolutely. He's still considered an ex. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, that's Bachelor Nation. Yep. Um, um, our next story is about Claire Crawley. So she actually just gave, um, she didn't give birth. She had surrogacy. Welcome to the world, Rowan Lily Dawkins. 115, six pounds. I prayed for you my entire life. And to finally hold you in your arms is nothing short of a miracle and a dream come true. Aw. Yeah, another one. Congrats. She's here. No, but this is a big deal for Claire. No, absolutely. She She's wanted it. She's wanted a stable relationship. She's wanted her a family, a life, and she has it. I know. And it's like, this is something she's always wanted. And, you know, she was on the show five times. She did yeah. Juan Pablo season. She did Bachelor in Paradise once, twice. She did Bachelor Winter Games. She was the right. Bachelorette. Like, she's had so much controversy and ups and downs and roller coasters. And I feel like as someone who's watched her on every season, she's yeah. truly given her all to every relationship she's been in. So I'm just so happy for her that at 41 years old, she has finally had the family of her dreams. Yeah, no, me too. Like this made me tear up. I was like, this is a, really a dream come true for her. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, is there any other crazy Bachelor Nation news? I know there was so much the first five days of the, the new year. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I honestly don't think so it's a little slow right now because that we're gearing up for joey season yeah right which um i'm excited about are you excited i'm so excited i didn't necessarily watch him on the last charities season. yeah i just couldn't get into that season i don't know why it just wasn't for me but i've been watching like all of his interviews and i'm excited and the trailers seem i mean as always they say like the most dramatic season ever so there's gonna be a lot of tea and i'm excited well, it's always fun to watch the girls again. Like it feels like yes. such a restart. And Joey is so dreamy. I cannot wait to see his journey and the He's travel. Such a glove. Such a glove. Because remember, everyone was like, he needs that haircut. He finally got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And there's going to be um, two sisters on the show this year, too. Interesting. That'd be so interesting to see play out. Like, I couldn't imagine my sister and I like on a dating show together. Well, what do you think would happen if you and your sister were on a dating show together? Honestly, we're 
we're similar in so many ways, but we're so different that I feel like that's what it would come down to. Like whatever personality you match with more, if we were more similar, I'd be like, like <laughs> it's, he's mine, but we're so different that I feel like that's what would happen, but that's crazy. Well, what if you both liked him and he wanted to keep you guys a couple weeks? That's could fine, you, I guess. Could I think you make out with him and then he makes out with your sister an hour later? <laughs> That'd be so weird. I mean, I don't it know. It could happen. No, that, yeah, I cringe for the sisters. Yeah, that would be a little cringe. I mean, it could happen. I guess you would just have to see the relationship play through. Right. Or just like hopefully maybe from the jump be like, who do you vibe with more? Like who matches your personality more? Or like maybe even try to get to know the both of us quicker than the rest of the girls to make that decision right away. Yeah, I mean, I remember on Ben Higgins' season, um, there was two blonde twins and Emily yeah. and Haley. Haley was eliminated like week three, and then Emily went to top six. So it almost is like he wanted to kind of feel things out with both of them. And then when it was time, right. he chose the girl that was better suited for him. Totally. So I can't wait for Joey's season, though. Like, I'm so excited to get back into it with Bachelor Nation. We and needed a minute a while. break. Yeah, we needed a minute break. The Golden Bachelor was a solid break. And then obviously Paradise was like kind of meh this year, but we still watched it. We enjoyed it. And now I'm excited to be like back on track. Yeah, I'm waiting for some more podcast interviews with Aaron and Kat and Kylie. Like I want to hear more about those breakups. I did reach out to a couple of them to submit approvals for interviews. And of course, the show is not letting them. Yeah. So. It's not going to be on my podcast um, if right. we're going to get the full story, but hopefully, because I'm still invested to see why a lot of these Bachelor in Paradise couples broke up. No, me too. I totally agree, especially considering we watched them for a whole season. And if normally we, we do answers. get the Yeah. Normally we do get the answers from it. So I'm also curious. Like, when is Eliza going to talk to us? Do we exist I in her know. world? Which one Probably are you most not. curious about? <laughs> which, which one of the three or four are you most curious about? Like, really, what, what, what happens? Was it Aiden Honestly, and Kylie? No, nah, I mean, I guess maybe the most dramatic one, but like we kind of just know he like wasn't loyal, like mm -hmm. period, unless there is more into it that we don't know behind the scenes. Um, I feel like after that, I feel pretty equal about all of them. But right, because they all were just kind of like ended so abruptly, so quickly that I'm interested in them all. What a mess. Yeah, literally what a mess. Um, did you watch the Traders on Peacock? I did. I'm all caught up. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I did another podcast review on it. So we won't get too deep into it, but I do want to hear your thoughts about it. So just kind of fire away. Yeah. So I did not watch the first season. So I honestly did not know much about this show at all. And the cast is a pretty solid one. So I obviously had to watch and I like, cannot believe the amount of shows that Johnny Bananas is on. But I overall, I really liked the premise of it. And I think that the traders are doing a fabulous job. And I was really sad to see, spoiler, but sad to see Max go home and that they mm. keep like doing such a poor job <laughs> sending the wrong people home. Um, I well, feel the, like- The traitors are the ones to lose. They have so much control. I know. It's it's crazy. I Watching that unfold and then watch Max get sent home and then what's his name? Who like basically was like the team Marcus? leader. Yeah, that like sent him home. He was so upset, which I don't blame him. Like- Max didn't do anything wrong and he like made this lie up in his brain, which the show does. It manipulates you like that, that he fully believed and made everyone else believe that Max is a traitor. 
Yeah, the way to win the game and stay in is to speak when spoken to, stay under the radar for as long as possible, but also like have an opinion and have a voice. So it's just about being neutral and playing the ground and seeing what happens. I'm really invested. It sucks that there's one episode a week now. We can't more binge, but um, my favorite player is Parvati. So I'm really happy she's a traitor and I'm rooting for her so hard. Yeah, no, I liked her. I kind of wish we get more or hope we get more um, screen time with Ekansu because she's just iconic and hysterical. So I hope they show more of her personality. And I love seeing Bergy take lead. My two Love Islanders. Well, I was going to ask, do you have a Love Island Australia update for us? All-Star update for us? So All-Star, I'm so frustrated that it's not on Hulu yet because it's live on like ITV in mm. the UK. And like, I don't have a B- VPN. Maybe I'll buy one because I'm seeing all the <laughs> players. So I guess more spoilers, the cast comes in and the initial cast is kind of meh. They're honestly getting some hate for it because like they thought all stars, like who's coming in, but they just brought in Callum and Molly from UK who've been together for like a long time and more recently broke up and they both came in as singles. Hmm. So that'll be very interesting. I haven't seen them. Like I really am trying to swipe past the spoilers, but seeing all that, play out and also if any other exes come in will be so interesting Ooh, okay well definitely keep us updated i will share that um real houses of salt lake city part two is on tonight i am so frustrated watching monica because she's so insufferable she's so mean i just <laughs> she's just so mean to people it's not like it really hurts watching her it makes my blood mm-hmm. boil because she's so disrespectful to everyone she is disrespecting andy saying that the rating sucked before her she you know is acting like she doesn't know why Heather has a problem with her when she didn't pay her bills at her beauty lab. And it's just like, she's so mean to Lisa. She's so disrespectful to Angie. I just like, I need her to take accountability for something because she screwed over every single person on the cast. Yeah. It's I'm not fun. It's hurtful. Like I'm invested in this show and I'm really upset that she's such a mean person. Yeah. No, I've been seeing this. I've been obviously following your thoughts and also just like seeing everyone's thoughts. And my sister's very invested like you are right now and is also just as frustrated. She was like, I feel like I'm watching Gossip Girl. We're like. <laughs> yeah, not Gossip Girl. Like, it's Gossip Girl forever. Yeah. That's what she said. Because she, it's just, it's just really hurts. Like this right. is going to be the meanest person ever in reality ever. TV history. It's so That's sad. Awful. I hope she gets better and gets healing and gets therapy. And I really hope that she, she can be, try and be nicer. Cause there is, I would like to see her continue on the show. Cause she is so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Besides all of that, I hope she stays. <laughs> I mean, she just has to treat anyone with respect. Just at least one person. Right. Um, and it's then the Vanderpump rules is back um, next week, two weeks. Yes. The 30th. So tomorrow night's the premiere party. I'm going, so I'll be sure to vlog. Amazing. And I just saw a screener today. How iconic is it? It's good. I can't say literally anything. I don't want to know anything anyway. Um, but they're picking up right where they left off. Incredible. And it's really intense. There's a, There was a one shocking thing that happened that I didn't expect. And okay. it's, it's, it's going to be a lot about what you think because they're they're really picking up exactly where they left off. You know, they yeah. filmed this last summer. So it's really good. And I think everyone's going to really enjoy it. Oh, I'm so excited. Vanderpump and Summer House are my faves. When does Summer House come out again? Do we have the date for that? Sometime in February. It will be back. But Okay, so soon. One chapter closes. Another one enters. Yeah. With Southern okay. Charm and Salt Lake City saying goodbye. Right. Um, well, that was all we have for today. So thank you all so much for listening, tuning in. Molly, I missed you. We didn't do this last week, but (laughs) we'll try and chat one more time before you leave for Paris. How long are you gone? Just a week. 
Okay. Seven days. Seven days. Okay. You're going to have the best time. I'm so excited. If anyone has any recommendations, let me know. I obviously am making a laundry list of them. Okay. I love it. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening and watching. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys in the next one. Thank you guys. Bye.